Greetings, saints of God. This is Pastor Monty Lester, the senior pastor of the Cedar Grove Church located right here in beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we thank God for you, our online church family. Thank you for joining in today, coming to worship and to experience the goodness of the Lord. God is good today. And I thank God for him and all that he has done during this Christmas season. And I hope and pray you had a great Christmas. I hope and pray that you were able to share the love of God to somebody. Yes, Lord, a friend, a family, a neighbor, somebody. Amen. To let somebody know that Christ is still on the throne and that he reigns. I want to let you know that I am excited today. I'm excited about 2021. Yes, we're near the end of this year, 2020, which we have faced many a trial test and temptation. But I want to let you know 2021 is on the way. And in 2021, we'll be doing our 21 day fast, which will begin on January 3rd, going down through January 23rd. Yes, Lord, January 3rd through 23rd. And we're going to encourage everybody that's under the sound of my voice to join us. Yes, because we want to be doing what God is blessing and not just asking him to bless what we're doing. If there is ever time we need to hear from heaven, hallelujah, it's at the beginning of a new year. And that's how we start the new year off at the Cedar Grove Church. So we're excited about 2021. Uh, speaking of 2021, I'm excited about our new January series of sermons. Yes. Uh, Spirit of the Lord has already spoken and laid on my heart what he would like to share to the saints. Yes, yeah, so we're super excited about our January sermon series. And not only that, we're excited about our New Year's Eve prayer night. Yes, New Year's Eve. Typically on New Year's Eve, we come into the sanctuary and we have a great time with one another. We pack the church. Hallelujah. But somebody knows 2020 has been an unusual year. We're still practicing socially distancing, social distancing. So with that being said, hallelujah, you may uh, separate us socially but you can't separate us spiritually. Yes, Lord. The Bible tells Acts uh, chapter 16, verse 25, that and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them and, every, and immediately everyone's bands were loose. Yes. Yeah, so if you need something, you need to be loose from something. You need to experience the power of God to break into your situation. I want to encourage you to tell all your Christian friends as well as your Christian enemies uh, that we're going to have prayer night. Yes, Lord, New Year's Eve, we're going to bring the year end in prayer. So we want you to stay connected uh, to the Cedar Grove Church app. Stay connected to our Facebook page, our inst Instagram, as well as our UT page. Uh, that you may hear more details as it relates to what God is doing in this place. So we're grateful to God. And right now, as we get ready to go into the sermon, I want you to do some electronic evangelism. Yes, I want you to be engaged in electronic evangelism. So I want you to like, tag, share with somebody who needs a word from heaven today because God is getting ready to speak. We're getting ready to worship. Yes, Lord, we're getting ready to have an encounter with Christ. Hallelujah. There is a word from heaven that I would love to share with you today. I want to call your attention to the gospel according to St. Luke, Luke chapter 1. And I want to lift up verses 26 through 38. Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. And when you have it, why don't you shout, I got it, type, I got it, and let the world know, I got it. I'm ready to worship. Yes. Luke chapter 1, verses 6, 26, excuse me. Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. I'm sharing from the New King James translation today. Here begins the reading of God's word. The word of God says in verse 26 of the first chapter of the gospel according to St. Luke. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Nazareth, city of Gazareth, Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. Yes, the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Verse 29, but when she saw him, 
Yes, she was troubled at this saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Verse 30, and the angel said unto her, do not be afraid for Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name, yeah, Jesus. And he will be great and he will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Spirit will come on you, upon you, Mary, uh, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son, yes, of God. Uh, now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month of her, for her who was called barren. Verse 37, for with God, yes, nothing will be impossible. Verse 38, then Mary said, behold, thou maid servant of the Lord, let it be unto me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Hallelujah. Um, please uh, position yourself. We're getting ready to pray and center ourselves on the word of God today. Uh, but as I pray, I want to use for a thought, a minister from a thought this morning coming from that 29th verse where it says, but when she saw him, she was troubled at this saying and considered what manner of, of greeting this was. Uh, the Lord now want to minister from the subject, a crisis at Christmas. Amen. A crisis at Christmas. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Precious Lord, we praise you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come and to share your word to these, your people. Heavenly Father, I pray now that your word would go forth with power and authority, that somebody somewhere will hear this word, Lord God, and know that you are Christ, that you are King, that you are Lord, and that you're on the throne, and you're reigning through every situation in our lives. So Lord, I pray now that you would minister in a mighty way, that every person that's hearing this word will be strengthened and encouraged uh, by the Holy Spirit. I'm going to say thank you now because you are faithful. Have your way in our hearts and minds. It's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Somebody loves him. Shout amen. Amen. A crisis at Christmas. Hallelujah. It was the night before Christmas when most of us were seeking creative ways to connect and communicate uh, with those who we've been separated from during this COVID-19 season. Hallelujah. It was the night before Christmas when many of us were making preparation, uh, preparing toys and wrapping gifts, yes, to celebrate the Prince of Peace, whose very coming was to bring peace on earth and goodwill towards men. And even in the midst of that, on the night before Christmas, while all of us were doing these things to prepare our hearts and minds, uh, singing praises uh, with those that we love, even reading the Bible and putting our mind on heaven and heavenly divine things. Yes, Lord, while we were doing all of those things, others, yes, were, were using their creativity to create death, destruction and disturbance lord have mercy because many of you have seen on the news that early on that holy day yes uh early on christmas morning december 25th 2020 yes the day that we celebrate the birth of our savior yes the silence of the night was disturbed by a bomb that went off on uh, in downtown Nashville. Yes, Lord, a crisis at Christmas. Yes, Lord, we we experienced a crisis 
at Christmas, yes. Uh, the streets of Nashville, yes, Lord, uh, only streets away from my corporate office, yes, experienced a deliberate and intentional uh, act, uh, maliciously planned, yes, Lord, to, to create death, destruction, and disturbance, yes. And the aim, the primary aim and the impact was to create a crisis at Christmas, hallelujah. And in this year, 2020, I just believe this with all of my heart that many of us have been thoroughly acquainted with crises even before Christmas Eve. Do I have any help in the house today? Yes, uh, many people have experienced what, they, what we know as a crisis even before Christmas Eve, yes. Uh, uh, in 2020, yes, Lord, when the news tells us about 103 people dying each hour this month uh, from this deadly pandemic, many of us know that we are going through a crisis at Christmas, yes. Uh, in 2020, yes, Lord, uh, people who have previously owned businesses or previously experienced prospering careers uh, since March of this year have made the transition from prosperity to poverty, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, many are familiar with a crisis right now at Christmas. Hallelujah. Just this week, uh, 1.1 million people filed for unemployment. Yes, just this week. Yes, many people are familiar that we are having a crisis at Christmas long before the bombing. Yes, uh, before the bombing, we understood that uh, when we see evictions from houses, yes, when we see food lines on, on the uh, news on a daily basis, yes, Lord, uh, we understand that we're experiencing a crisis at Christmas, yes. And even bef uh, and the things that we used previously when we experienced dark days, uh, when we had, uh, we used other methods to find relief, uh, uh, when we, and when everything else was going wrong, we would come together. Hallelujah, to hug one another. Yes, Lord, to visit a, a relative or even come to the house of God to get worship, uh, to be able to worship and spend time in the presence of our God. But even in this season, yes, Lord, we're experiencing a crisis at Christmas because we can't even come together in fellowship to hug, to laugh. Uh, uh, in 2020, we're experiencing a crisis at Christmas. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, and the sad thing, the, th the saddest part to me anyway, hallelujah, is that our elected officials, uh, people that we vote for, yes, they can't even agree on the help that is needed for all of those that are hurting during this season. Has anybody noticed that we're experiencing a crisis at Christmas? Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I got good news today that even in the midst of a crisis, hallelujah, I want to let you know that that's when Christ does his best work. Yes. Hallelujah. That's when Christ, our Lord and our Savior, he does his best work. And I want to let you know today that crisis, uh, a crisis is often used by God to get our undivided attention. Yes. A uh, crisis. Uh, uh, God often uses a crisis, uh, to, uh, is used by God to get our undivided attention. And not only that, uh, God will often use a crisis to reveal to us and to propel us into God's predetermined plan and purpose. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I just believe in the God that's able to get some good even out of what the enemy meant for bad. Does anybody know that God does his best work even in the midst of a crisis? Uh, when you read your Bible, you understand that the disciples, they ran into a crisis one night when they were 
were crossing over the boat on a boat and a storm arose and the God that we serve, he woke up and spoke peace even in the midst of the storm. Does anybody know that God does his best work during a crisis? Some of you remember Moses at the Red Sea. Yes, Lord, when he had Pharaoh behind his back, rocks on both sides, has a Red Sea before him. Do you know that God does his best work during a crisis? Yes, Lord, because he opened up the Red Sea and the children of Israel came out on dry land. Does anybody know that God does his best work even in the midst of a crisis. Yes, Lord. When uh, the famine had struck uh, the land of Egypt, they'd gone through seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. Do you understand that God does his best work during a crisis? Because he raised up a man named Joseph, yes, who came up with a plan to help us prosper even in the midst of a pandemic. Hallelujah. Does anybody know that God does his best work uh, even in the midst of a crisis? Yes. And that brings me to my text today because at the time of our text, yes, uh, I want to let you know that there was a crisis at Christmas. Hallelujah. Can we go deeper today? Hallelujah. Because I want to talk about a crisis at Christmas. Amen. Because at the time of the text, hallelujah, yes, Lord, uh, we were experiencing a crisis that was going on at Christmas. As a matter of fact, there was a crisis that was, uh, as we look at the Bible, uh, and each recording of the birth of our Savior, yes, Lord, the time that we celebrate Christmas, yes, it highlights the crisis that existed at the time of Christmas. Yes, uh, as we look at the text, can we go deeper today? Because as I look at uh, Luke chapter 1, verses 2, it talks about the crisis that was at, taking place at the time of Christmas. Hallelujah. Amen. As a matter of fact, my Bible tells me in Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38, hallelujah, that there was a crisis at Christmas. Because in Luke 1, 26 through 38, hallelujah, it's the time when uh, uh, Mary was getting news about being pregnant during her engagement to Joseph. Lord have mercy. Uh, and for Mary, that was a crisis at Christmas. Hallelujah. All around the birth of Christ. Hallelujah. It was filled with the Bible talks about time after time where there was a crisis at Christmas. Not only in Luke 1, 26 through 38, but also in Luke chapter 2, verse number 7. Hallelujah. That after a long road trip, when Joseph was traveling with uh, his pregnant fiance, hallelujah, after riding on a donkey all through the uh, uh, for 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 uh, weeks uh, on a long tr road trip, Hallelujah! They get to Bethlehem and they find out that they have a crisis right at Christmas. Yes, because at that time they had no reservation. Yes, uh, no room in the end. That was a crisis at Christmas. And throughout the Bible, yes, Lord, even for the first two years of Jesus' life. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, there was political unrest in the land. Uh, my Bible tells me in Matthew 2 and 16, hallelujah, where King Herod, yes, the king of the Jews, was, was killing all infants under the age of two years old. Yes, there was a crisis at the time of Christmas of Christmas, yes. But again, I want to remind you today that crisis, uh, God off will often use a crisis uh, to get our undivided attention and to reveal to us and propel us into God's predetermined plan and purpose. Uh, God is able to get some good even out of a crisis. Amen. And what I like about God is that when God speaks uh, about his plans, he does so uh, with everything already in place to fulfill his word. Yes, God will often speak in the midst of a crisis. And, and what he does is uh, he does everything. Uh, he puts everything in place to fulfill his word. 
God never speaks hypothetically. He knows exactly what will come to pass. He simply asks for you and I to believe him and take him at his word. That's important today. Hallelujah. And, and then when you do that, you will experience the great blessing when you place your absolute trust and faith in God, even when he uses a crisis to get our undivided attention. Hallelujah. And that reminds me what was going on in Mary's life, because here in Luke chapter one, hallelujah, uh, uh, God was using this crisis at Christmas, this crisis that was going on at the birth of our Lord and Savior. Yes, Lord, to get Mary's undivided attention and to repel her into her purpose that she was going to give birth to the Savior of the world. Yes, Lord, the Savior of the world. And when I think about it, Mary could not have dreamed of all that would result uh, from her faith and obedience and what the angel Gabriel was telling her. Hallelujah. And likewise, you and I can't possibly imagine all that God has in store for you uh, when you put your trust in him. He knows exactly what he would do to bring salvation to someone uh, you have prayed for to, uh, or to heal your friend or to provide for your needs. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And God does that. Yes, he puts everything in place. And even if he has to use a crisis to get our attention, hallelujah, he, he'll do whatever is necessary to pro propel us and to reject us and, and to push us into purpose. Hallelujah. And the question to consider today is, is will you believe him? When God speaks to you in the middle of a crisis, when he when he gets our undivided attention while uh, the storms of life are raging. Yes, Lord. The question to consider is, will you believe him at his and take him at his word? Well, we used to sing a song back when I was in, uh, growing up. They said, well, if God said it, yeah, I believe it. And guess what? I'm going to take him at his word. And as we travel through the text today. Hallelujah. We, uh, as we look at the birth of, of Jesus Christ, yes, Lord, and, and look at the crisis that existed at Christmas, hallelujah, there are some things that we can learn from the lesson today, hallelujah, as God reveals his plan and his purpose of Jesus is coming into the earth, yes, Lord, we can learn something about this crisis that existed at Christmas. Can we go deeper today? Hallelujah. Uh, for the first thing I want to lift up as we go through the text today, uh, hallelujah, is uh, what God wants to do and what he wants to use as we look at this crisis at Christmas. Number one, God desires to restore the consequences of sin. Mm. God desires to restore the consequences of sin. Yes, I'm in verse number 31. My Bible tells me, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and he sh and shall and shall call his name Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name. Catch that. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Restore the consequences of sin. Hallelujah. What God did when the birth of Jesus. Hallelujah. The reason why Jesus came to earth from the beginning. Hallelujah. It's in your Bible in John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. The reason, the primary reason why God sent Jesus uh, to the earth, why Jesus came to the earth, yes, Lord, and that we celebrate during this, this Christmas season is to restore the relationship between God and man. Hallelujah. Uh, restore the relationship between God and man. Yes, to restore the consequences of sin. Some of you understand that sin separates 
separates us from God. And ever since the original sin of Adam in the Garden of Eden, yes, Lord, we have uh, everything that liveth has been destined to die. Yes, Lord, we've been experiencing the consequence of sin. Yes, Lord, uh, the impact of sin in the earth. Ever since then, our bodies have been dying. Ever since then, the, 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 the bear roared and the, and the lion growled. Hallelujah. Ever since then, death has been our destiny. Yes. And most importantly, sin separates us from God. Some of you remember Adam when he first sinned. Yes, Lord. Uh, the Bible says that God, uh, uh, that Adam had, had hid himself. Yes, him and Eve, they had tied fig leaves and they had hid themselves from God. But but what I love about the Lord is that he always wants to restore the relationship. Yes. Uh, and the reason why he sends uh, uh, the second Adam, as we know, as Jesus. Yes. Uh, his name is Jesus uh, to restore the consequences of sin, uh, where the first Adam, who was uh, the son of God, according to Luke. Hallelujah. Failed. Yes, Lord. The second Adam, Jesus. Yes. Uh, he, he, he passed the sin test. And as a consequence, uh, God used him to restore the consequences of sin. Yes, Lord. And sin's impact on the earth. Yes, Lord. And that's why he, he sent this man named Jesus. Yes. His name shall be called Jesus. Do you know there's power in the name of Jesus? And I thank God for his name. Yes, Lord. Uh, while Adam uh, created separation through sin, the sinless one, Jesus, yes, Lord, uh, came to earth to restore the consequences of sin. My Bible tells me in uh, Isaiah 7 and 14, as we talk about the name names of Jesus. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Yes, Lord. Matthew 1 and 23 put it this way. Behold, a virgin shall be, be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. God sent Jesus to the earth. Yes, Lord, to restore, number one, the consequences of sin. And I don't know about you, but I thank God for Jesus. Yes, he he did what Abraham, Isaac and Jacob couldn't do. He did what David can do. He did what no one else could do. He died for the sins of mankind. And I don't know about you, but I thank God that he, uh, Jesus came to earth. Even in the midst of a crisis here at Christmas, yes, Lord, to restore the consequences of sin. Number two, hallelujah, uh, as we look at a crisis at Christmas, hallelujah, uh, the other reason why God sent uh, uh, Jesus to earth, hallelujah, was to reign in the hearts and minds of the believer. Number two, yes, Lord, uh, Jesus came to earth uh, during this Christmas season, yes, Lord, uh, during this crisis to reign in the hearts and the minds of the believer. Somebody shout rain, hallelujah, rain. Yes, Lord. Does anybody know that you can only have one king at a time? Yes, Lord. And verses 22 and 23 talks about the fact that God desires to reign in the hearts and the minds of the believer. My Bible tells me in verse number 32, and it says, he will be great and we call the son of the highest and the Lord God would give him. Here it is. The throne of his father, David. Yes, Lord. The throne of his father, David. Yes, Lord. To reign in the hearts and the minds of the believer. Verse 33 says, and he will reign. There it is. R-E-I-G-N. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. The reason why God came, yes, Lord, hallelujah, even in the season of crises, even in a time when 
there was no reservations, hallelujah, at the end. Even in a time when uh, of crises, when uh, Mary and Joseph, who was engaged, and, and back then, hallelujah, if you were engaged, hallelujah, it was just like being married. She came up pregnant, yes, Lord, that God came to reign. Jesus came to reign in the hearts and the minds of the believer, yes, Lord, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom shall be no end. Uh, I said it before, but I believe I'll say it again. Do you know that there can only be one king at a time? Hallelujah. And what God wants to do is he wants to reign. Yes, Lord. He wants to reign. He wants to be Lord. Uh, he came to be king. Yes, Lord. He wants to reign uh, uh, that he's alpha as well as omega. He wants to reign. He's the beginning as well as the end. He wants to reign. He's the, our first as well as our last. Uh, hallelujah. Is he reigning in your heart today? Hallelujah. That's the question to consider. Is God reigning in your heart? Because some people uh, 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 have God around for weekend visitations. Yeah, we used to come to church on Sunday to visit him for a couple of hours and have a weekend fling on the uh, with God. Hallelujah. But I want to let you know that God wants full custody. Yes. Uh, his desire is to reign in the hearts and the minds of the believer. Yes, Lord. My Bible tells me, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there shall be no end hallelujah but even as we understand that God's desire that he came to earth that he can reign in the hearts and the minds of the believer to restore uh, the consequences of sin yes Lord uh, the enemy is still very intentional yes and trying to come and to interfere and the enemy wants to reign where God has destined and where God is destined to reign yes Lord but again you could only have one king rule at a time hallelujah and and what we understand is that as Paul put it in Ephesians 6 that we wrestle not not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. Hallelujah. Uh, that there's a battle that's going on in the hearts and the minds of the believer. And what the enemy wants to do is to reign. But does anybody know the devil is still defeated? Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And even uh, down as we look down through history, yes, Lord, the enemy has always attempted uh, a coup. He's always attempted to terrorize. He's always attempted to come into the hearts and minds of the believer. Hallelujah. But I want to let you know that God is still on the throne. Uh, God still, uh, in every time the enemy raises, raises up his hand, God says, you know what? I have come that I will reign. Yes, I will reign over the house of Jacob forever. Uh, don't take my word for it. Ask Pharaoh. Yes, Lord. When, when he understood that there could only be one king at a time. Yes. Uh, the Bible says that he was killing all of the firstborn of Egypt. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. But God says, you know what? I know you're Pharaoh. Hallelujah. But I am king. Yes, I have come to reign in the hearts and minds of the believer. And even uh, uh, Herod, King Herod, yes, Lord, in Matthew chapter 2, yes, uh, he was desiring, he understood that only one king can reign at a time. Yes, that's why he had all the firstborn of, uh, of, of, uh, of Judea, Bethlehem of Judea, killed at the time of Jesus' birth. Yes, Lord, because he wanted to reign. Hallelujah. In the hearts and minds uh, of the folks. But God desires to reign in the hearts and the minds of the believer. Yes, Lord, there can only be one king at a time. And God wants to rule in our hearts and minds. And what I've learned about the enemy, the thing that he often uses is fear. Yes. Uh, whenever God desires to do something great in the life of the believer, yes, Lord, the first tool, uh, the most common tool that the enemy raises up is fear. Yes. Uh, and I want to let you know that even at this crisis at Christmas, yes, uh, 
God, the enemy even sent a bomb to Nashville, Tennessee to create heart, fear in the hearts of the believer. But I just want to let you know today that even in this COVID-19 season, even in the midst of everything the enemy is doing, yes, Lord, uh, I shall not fear. Yes, Lord, we're going to walk in faith and not fear. God is the strength of my life. Yes, Lord, David said in Psalm 27. Uh, whom shall I be afraid? Uh, when the wicked and the enemy came in to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I don't, I'm not walking in fear. Yes, Lord, we're walking in faith. As a matter of fact, Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Yes, Lord. And what God desires to do. Yes, what God wants to do. Number one, restore the consequences of sin, even at during this crisis at Christmas. Uh, and even not only that, he number two, he wants to reign in the hearts and the minds of the believer. Yes, Lord. And I just believe that God is reigning today. Yes, Lord. Regardless of what goes on. Yes, Lord. Uh, I just believe that there's somebody somewhere that's hearing this message where you've already declared for God, I live and for God, I die. Yes, Lord. He's reigning. Yes, Lord. Uh, he's ruling in the hearts and the minds of the believer. And as I get ready to take my seat today, yes, Lord, uh, as we look at this crisis at Christmas, hallelujah, at this time when Mary had gotten this news, uh, when she was getting ready to bring, uh, um, give birth uh, to the son of God. Yes, Lord, the virgin would conceive and, and bear a son, hallelujah, whose name would be Jesus. Number one, God sent Jesus to restore the consequence of sin. Number two, to reign in the hearts and minds of the believer. And as I get ready to take my seat, number three, uh, God sent Jesus uh, during this crisis at Christmas for, for us to receive the promise God has spoken in his word. Yes, God desires for us to receive the promises God has spoken in his word. My Bible tells me in verse number 34, then Mary said to the angel, how can this be mm, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered her and said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, I've already sent confirmation uh, because in verse 36, it talks about your, your Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived even in her old age. Yes. Uh, and this is now the sixth month, which is for her because she was previously called barren. Yes, Lord. In verse 37. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, this is where Mary begins to testify. This is where Mary begins to believe. Hallelujah. Uh, and uh, for with God. This is the part I like. Nothing will be impossible. Yes. For with God, yes, nothing will be impossible. In verse 38, Mary says, for Mary said, behold, yes, Lord, yes, uh, the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be according to your word. And the angel departed from her. He said, let it be according to her word. In other words, Mary received the promise that God has spoken to her. Because in the midst of this crisis, yes, Lord, uh, Mary being uh, everything going right in her life, uh, she had preserved and saved herself for her husband. And now this angel Gabriel is coming and speaking to her and letting her know, guess what? You are going to get pregnant uh, before your wedding. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, a crisis at Christmas. Uh, and even at that point, hallelujah, you're going to have some situations that will arise even during the pregnancy. Yes, Lord. Yes. Uh, because even at that time, you're going to be taxed and you're going to have to go and make a long road trip. And when you get there, 
Uh, there's go- not going to be any room in the end. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And even in the midst of all of that, guess what? Uh, uh, the king that's on the throne, he's going to be so uh, power hungry. Yes, Lord, that that he's going to attempt to kill every child that is born under the age of two years old. Hallelujah. And although Mary didn't understand or didn't even know all of these details. Hallelujah. uh, All she knew is that God said it and that she believed it. In other words, she received the promises that God has spoken uh, in his word through the angel Gabriel. Does anybody know that God still speaks to his people? Hallelujah. God still speaks to his people. He speaks in the midst of prayer. He speaks in the midst of his printed word. He speaks even in the midst of his people. Yes, Lord. And on today, God is speaking through this preacher to let somebody know that you need to receive what God has promised through his spoken word. Yes, Lord. God has spoken some things to you. Yes, Lord. And even in the midst of the crisis that will often arise at Christmas. Yes. My word to you today is to receive the promise that God has spoken to in his word. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, God wants you to know today, yes, Lord, that even as we're going through the crisis that 2020 has presented to so many of us, hallelujah, God wanted me to remind you that with God, yes, verse 37, that nothing shall be impossible. Somebody shout, nothing shall be impossible. Yes, I know that you're looking at a situation, yes, Lord, and and you're wondering whether or not the government is going to come through uh, with a stimulus check, yes, Lord. I know some of you may be looking at a situation, yes. And you don't know uh, if you're going to be facing eviction or not. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Some of you are in a situation and you've become too familiar with the food line and, and all of these other things. Hallelujah. Some of you have even experienced sickness in your body. Yes, Lord. Uh, because of this COVID-19 season. But I want to let you know today. Yes, Lord. That regardless of what the situation looks like, uh, that regardless of what 2020 has brought to your address. Yes. Uh, I want to let you know that God has told me to tell you to receive receive the promise that God has spoken in his word. Yes, Lord, because somebody knows that with God, nothing will be impossible. Do you believe that today? Hallelujah. If you believe that somebody shout nothing, yeah, nothing will be impossible. Do you understand that God specializes uh, in things that seem impossible and the God I serve, he will do what no other power, but Holy Ghost power can do. Yes, Lord, Mary didn't quite understand. How is it? Because I've never known a man. I, I never had intimate relationships with a man. But how, how am I going to become pregnant and, and bear, give birth to a son even in Christmas? Because that presents a crisis at Christmas. Does anybody know that with God, yes, nothing shall be impossible. But in order to receive what God, uh, in order to see the word become flesh in your life, uh, what God wants you and I to understand is that we got to receive the promises that God has spoken in his word. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I thank God for the word. Yes, the grass will wither. Yes, the flower will fade, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Do you know that whatever God has promised, he's faithful to provide? Hallelujah. He's faithful to perform everything that he's promised. Yes, Lord. Because just like Mary, yes, Lord, uh, God spoke to Mary and let her know, yes, Lord, I, I got some things in store for you. I'm getting ready to reveal an awesome plan and an awesome purpose that I'm getting ready to propel you into. Yes. And all you need to do is to receive the promise that God has spoken in his word. Yes. God spoke to Mary and gave assurances that he uh, and just like God gave to Mary, he always gives his people 
uh, when he incites them uh, the impossible to do. Yes, Lord. Uh, everything was in place uh, for God to act. Yes, Lord. Everything waited on Mary to believe him. Yes, because once she believed, catch this, uh, that's when it was done. Yes, because believe it or not, uh, when you believe, everything happens. But until you believe, nothing happens. Yes, because once she believed, uh, everything was done. Yes, Lord. And what I learned is that belief is that uh, it takes an, an undivided heart to believe under certain, certain circumstances. Yes, Lord. It takes a pure heart to see God. Yes, because Matthew 5 and 8 tells me that uh, only the pure in heart shall see God. Yes, Lord. And the question to consider today is, do you believe it today? Hallelujah. I just believe that somebody believes in the promises of God. Yes, because the blessing is when we believe. My Bible tells me in Luke 1 and 45, yes, she who has believed is blessed because of what was spoken. There it is by her, uh, by the Lord will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. That God will fulfill whatever he's promised. Yes, Lord. And that's what God has always done. Hallelujah. Amen. Mary could not see all that had been arranged and, and assembled in the courts of heaven. Yes. Uh, Mary could not see the legions of angels that were prepared to protect her baby boy. Yes, Lord. Mary, uh, she was unaware of the future and all that she and her child would face. Hallelujah. But guess what? She believed. Yes, Lord. All she knew is that God had spoken to her. And guess what? That was enough. Hallelujah. And I don't know about you. Hallelujah. I've gotten to the point in my life, yes, uh, that if God said it, uh, I believe it. I would take him at his word. Yes. All she knew is that God had spoken to her. And guess what? That was enough. And believe it or not, Mary, what she did was she responded. Somebody shout, responded. Yes. She said, Behold, this maidservant of the Lord, let it be uh, according to thy word. Yes, Lord, let it be according to thy word. In other words, she received the promises that God has spoken in his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I thank God for his spoken word. Because of God's spoken word, I receive his promises today. And the question to consider is, do you receive the promise? Yes, Lord. Uh, that even in the midst of the storm and the crisis that some of you have faced during Christmas, amen, uh, God has promised in his word, yes, Lord, that he would give us peace. Yeah, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Yes, Lord, he promised it in his word. Hallelujah. He promised protection. Yes, Lord. Psalm 91 talks about he who dwells under the shelter of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Yes, Lord. And he will protect us. Yes, Lord. His peace, his protection, but also his provision. Yes, Lord. He promised it in his word. In Philippians 4, he said, my God shall supply all thy need according to his riches and glory. Yes, Lord. He has spoken it in his word. And not only that, he's talked about purpose. Hallelujah. He talked about purpose because this is what he tells Mary. Hallelujah. Yes, Mary. Yes, uh, you of humble beginnings. Mary, you uh, who got your own plans for your life. Guess what? I'm getting ready to rearrange every detail of your life. I'm getting ready to give you a promise. And the angel Gabriel came and he gave her a promise. Hallelujah. Because of you, Mary. Yes, Lord. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm coming to to let you know that you will give birth to the savior of the world. Hallelujah. And he revealed the purpose that he had for her. And I just believe that God is revealing purpose even now. One of the reasons why God has allowed this crisis to come into our lives, this crisis that we are experiencing here during this Christmas season. Number one. Uh, what God wants to do. Yes, Lord, to restore the consequences of sin. Amen. He wants to restore the relationship between God and man. 
uh, the separation that experience that we experience when the sin curse hit the earth uh, restore the consequences of sin number two reign in the hearts and minds of the believer he wants to reign he wants to be Lord he wants to be king regardless of what fears come our way hallelujah God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind yes he wants to reign in your hearts and your minds hallelujah and not only that this is the important part number three yes he, he wants us to receive the promises that God has spoken in his word every day you pick up your Bible God speaks promises to you he lets you know who he is and his purpose for coming to earth uh, to give you peace provision protection but most important to give you salvation hallelujah that's what Jesus came to redeem us from the sin cursed and there may be somebody that's listening to this message who hasn't taken that step to receive the promise to receive the promise hallelujah and what I believe that God has allowed this crisis in at Christmas and even all the things that we've seen in 2020 to let somebody know that Christ loves us for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life and what I believe God wants you to do today is to receive that promise to receive the fact that Jesus came hung bled and died that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life and I want to say this to you that on this last Sunday of 2020 this will be an awesome time to give your life to the Lord hallelujah if you've never received the greatest gift that has ever come to the world hallelujah God is reminding us in 2020 that death is too certain that hell is too hot eternity is too long for you to let this year close out without knowing with absolute certainty where you will spend eternity. Well, I want to let you know today that, hallelujah, that this body, our bodies will all perish and die one day. Hallelujah. But there is a part of us that will live throughout eternity. And the question that God wants us to consider that while he's allowing uh, several crises to hit us, even at Christmas, hallelujah, is what, have, what will you do with the promises that God has sent to the earth? He promised that if we accept in our heart, believe and confess. Yes, Lord, ABC, accept, believe and confess. Accept the fact that we're born a sinner. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God and make that confession with our mouth. We shall be saved, hallelujah, that we will spend eternity with heaven, with him in heaven. He came to restore that consequence of sin. He wants to be with you forever. Yes, Lord. Yes, he wants to reign and rule in your hearts, not only now, but every day, throughout eternity. Yes, Lord, but in order to do that, in order to be redeemed, Yes, you got to receive the promise. Receive the promise that God has in store for you. So the question to consider is, have you received him yet? Have you received the greatest gift that we've ever been presented during this Christmas season? Well, if you haven't, we give you this opportunity today. Hallelujah. And we've given you, uh, given opportunities even during this season of electronic evangelism. All you got to do is email us at info at cedargrovechurch.org. Hallelujah. You can email us, yes, Lord, uh, and tell us that you've received the gift of salvation. But before you email us, say, amen, why don't we just go ahead and receive the gift? I want to pray with you today. I want you to want to pray with you. Because again, Satan is still busy, but Christ is still Lord. He's still ruling and he's reigning on the throne. Why don't we pray for those of you that have never received Christ as Savior? And even for those of you that have, if you want to rededicate your life today, why don't you pray with me? Hallelujah. Let us pray. Say, Lord Jesus, 
come into my heart. I want to make you my Savior. I want to make you my Lord. I accept with my, I accept with my heart. I believe, I accept with my mouth. I believe with my heart. And I make the confession with my mouth that Jesus died for me. I believe I was born a sinner. Hallelujah. But I believe Jesus is the Son of God that died for my sins. Cleanse me now. Reign in me now. Rule in me now. Because you died for me, I will live for you. I receive you now. I receive the gift of salvation. It's in the name of Jesus that I do pray. If you received him, why don't you say amen? Give God some praise. Hallelujah. We got a reason to rejoice. Mary rejoiced when she received the promise. She said, let it be as you have spoken. Hallelujah. The word of God for the people of God. And the people of God did say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for you joining us today. We thank God for you sharing this message. And if this message has been a blessing to you, hallelujah, you know somebody who just needs to know that Christ came to the earth, even in the midst of a crisis, that he's still reigning and he's still ruling in the earth. Share this message. Hallelujah. So we look forward to seeing you on New Year's Eve. Hallelujah. We look forward to seeing you throughout 2021 and all the great things that God has said. Hallelujah. By the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us all henceforth and forevermore. Let the church say, amen. God bless you. May he ever, forever keep you is our prayer. Amen.